The FinTech 5 podcast is sponsored by NTT Data Services. NTT Data Services, a global business and IT innovator, partners with clients to navigate and simplify the modern complexities of business and technology, delivering the insights, solutions, and outcomes that matter most. Basically, they get stuff done. Learn more at nttdataservices.com. Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech 5. In this episode of the FinTech 5, we are talking with Chloe James, who's the Group Media Director for the RFI Group. She's also a presenter at Sky News in Australia. And we've already been chatting. We've been chatting for like five minutes already, everybody. So just you know, we're warmed up, right, Chloe? We're good to go. We sure, yeah, we sure are good to go. Hey, Sam. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and start with the RFI group. So, what is it exactly? Sure, good question. So, hi, really great to be on the podcast. Very exciting for me. So, RFI Group, we're a global business intelligence provider focusing exclusively on financial services. It's which basically means we're a big research firm for the banking and financial services community. Globally, we've got offices in Sydney, as you can probably tell by my accent, <laughs> Melbourne, London, Singapore, Toronto, uh, Dubai. Yeah, I think I've ticked them all off there. And, and so, then I look after media for the whole group. So um, all of our media relations and all of our corporate affairs. And then you mentioned as well, I'm a presenter for Sky News Australia. So I present a show called Business Success, where I talk to entrepreneurs and business owners about what it takes to create an amazing business and to do so successfully and to keep sane while doing it most of the time. So the easiest question you'll ever be asked. All right. So and, and keeping in mind what, you know, what the RFI group does, this is we're recording this in June of 2017. So here yep. you go, Chloe, no pressure. How would you describe the fintech scene globally in June of 2017? It's exciting. It's a really exciting time. Um, I think some of the things that we've seen recently that I, I guess I'll start with an Australian perspective. Uh, fintech usage in the last 12 months here has grown from zero, so low base, to 5%, which is actually massively significant. So five years ago in Australia, we saw really similar statistics when it came to contactless. So that was zero to five in 12 months. And now five years later, we're at a 70% usage of contactless. So if that gives you any indication of where fintech is going in this country. Um, another interesting stat that we've just uh, discovered recently in our global digital banking survey was that 40% of Australians say they'll take out a new product in the next 12 months. And half of those, so massive percent there would consider using a fintech provider. So that's, yeah, it's pretty massive. Um, I think globally as well, we've seen in the last 12 months a 20% increase amongst consumers who are comfortable with the idea of a digital-only provider for their financial services, which is up from 60 to 80% globally. Also, absolutely massive there. So here's is a question that, for you. Yeah, and yeah, here's a question for you. I've asked other folks... Um, from from Australia and also in New Zealand, when when you and and mm. you do a lot of interviews um, as part of that business success mm. series on Sky News, what makes yeah. entrepreneurs from Australia or that part of the world different in your opinion? And and second part, what makes the consumers different? Mm, I absolutely 
absolutely love that question. Um, so I'm an Aussie, as you can hear. Um, I actually chatted to somebody about this the other night. The I'm actually covering the Australian Good Design Awards tonight in Sydney. They're all going to be awarded, which is um, a massive event down here um, as a part of the Vivid Festival, which is an incredible festival of design and innovation. And I chatted to the CEO of Good Design Australia and asked him the same question so I'll give you his answer and I agree and we were talking about it being you know maybe the little guy we're a long way away geographically and we have to be noisy and uh, impressive to be heard and I think that there's that real grit um, in Aussies just generally and I think there's a real fighting spirit the, the great Aussie battler. I don't know how many people have heard of that phrase, but I think that's really true of entrepreneurs. Um, and I do think that's how businesses are growing out of Australia and New Zealand. I spent some time in New Zealand, maybe just two months ago, um, meeting with a whole bunch of fintechs and interesting people. Rod Drury from Zero, he's built an incredible business. Um, and that, I mean, New Zealand's even probably further away still as far as noise. Um, something really interesting that came out of the Christchurch earthquake a couple of years ago was they built this entire new almost city when the city was, you know, rumbled to the ground. And that's that real innovation fighting spirit that the Anzacs, if you like, have. You know, it's interesting. And, and you mentioned the stat. And I'm glad you went there on the contactless um, adoption and usage in Australia. Because, yeah. I mean, you travel, you, you've, you know, you, you travel the world, you've been to the U.S., you've been to the U.K. and, and Europe. And yeah, I love it. Yeah, and there's a lot of talk. <laughs> always in, on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> always, yeah. I, I know that feeling. It's it's interesting though, the contactless penetration in the US, which is basically nothing, right? And mm. then you go to Australia, and and again, what is it? Four or five banks, maybe. Um, yeah. But, big four. Yeah, the big four, but still, that adoption percentage is massive, seventy plus percent for contactless. Mm. That's huge. Yeah. It does tell you a lot yeah. about the consumer's willingness to adopt different technology. Yeah, I think there is a willingness down here and there's a very, it's the willingness to adopt and then it's just the second you have that awesome experience, you're in, right? You're hooked. And I think we perhaps have a, I don't know whether this is true, I feel like Australians are quite curious. We're travellers, like if you want to see anything in Australia, you have to get on a plane to, to go to the rest of the world. It's not like Europe where you can just kind of jump on a train and you've perhaps, you know, travel a little bit more freely. Like you have to have that curious spirit to want to go and do things. And maybe that goes into the way that we, you know, deal with all of the aspects of our life, you know, the way that we, you know, eat different foods, the way that we explore, you know, it's a multicultural society here. So we've got a real thirst for difference and change. And I think when people do something, they have that awesome customer experience, which is something that we look at so closely at RFI group with the banks that we work with. Um, it's all about the experience. And if you have a good one, you'll do it again and you'll tell all your friends about it. You'll tell your family about it and, and keep going in that respect. So here, here's my Australian jokes. I apologize because it's corny, but you, you grew up, right. so if I, if I look to you up right, you grew up in South Australia, so like the down under of down under. That was the joke. I sure I did, and proud of it, a South Aussie. They call it, we call it Radelaide, because Rad- it's pretty rad. Oh, God. Okay. Well, here's the part <laughs> I like. You thought you were being corny. Oh, God. Yeah, it was corny. What I like the most, though, is you grew up by Kangaroo Island, which sounds like a horrible kids show, by the way, uh, that like the BBC Four would carry, yeah. but th- that's yeah. a real place, right? Kangaroo Island? 
It sure is. It's funny. You should mention it, Sam. I spent every Easter at Kangaroo <laughs> Island when I was a little girl. My dad is a geologist, quite a famous geologist, and that's why we lived in South Australia because he was on the team that matched the Antarctic. And we have been all through the Flinders Ranges. We spent every Easter on Kangaroo Islands because basically anywhere with rocks is where we went. So, um, yeah, sounds corny, but it's an awesome place and um, – you know, if they, we're talking about the little guys from Australia, it's probably the little, little, little guys from South Australia, Adelaide. There's a million people there. Oh, but thank um, you. you said it. I guess Adelaide? Is that how a, you say the town? fighting spirit. <laughs> it's Adelaide. That's how you say the, the, the town? You say, pardon me? How do you say the, the town you grew up in, Adelaide? Did I say that right? Adelaide. Okay. Yeah, Adelaide. Yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't going to go anywhere near it when I looked at the spelling. Um, one last <laughs> thing we have to touch on before we go to the rapid fire, and that's the sure. work you do around women in leadership which yeah. is near and dear to me, right? Um, some of the work that, that and studies I've done. But why don't you talk a little bit how you got interested in it and some of the work you're doing there? Mm. Oh, I mean, I'm so interested in this area, particularly having worked in banking and financial services for the last 12 years, I want to say. I actually started at the Australian Securities and Investments Commission, ASIC, before I went over to the Financial Services Authority in London. So I've been in banking for my whole life. I've worked for Westpac Bank in Australia um, and obviously now with RFI Group. So pretty male-dominated industry, but I love – I'm so passionate about you know women excelling in this industry, being intelligent, shining. Um, I love having a platform that I can make it you know, really topical and important. I write a women in leadership series, which you probably know for RFI group that I love speaking to women in banking and financial services about how you get to where you get to. Um, I think there is an unconscious bias sometimes in this industry, but I also think more recently I've just seen women shine and, you know, get up on a stage, do the kinds of things that I'm doing. And I guess it's, it's just a lot about having confidence in yourself and just giving things a go. Like I'll always throw my head into a ring and just try, you know, everyone is probably a little bit nervous about there, about whatever they're doing. But, you know, if you try and just get up and do it, another thing I would say is, you know, don't wait to be tapped on the shoulder, just, you know, have that kind of confidence and strength within yourself. Um, I think there are some great sort of women's champions out there, women and men, and I think it's a story for both um, to be involved in. I mean, we're certainly seeing more and more of it down here in Australia, and I think around the world, actually, there's some amazing women who I've come into contact with in the last, you know, couple of months and years who are paving the way. And, you know, may we continue. So this is a good segue. So we're to the rapid fire part. This is the part that I'm you're going to about everyone, the rapid fire. So you just talked about being confident, about okay, seizing yeah, sorry, the day. I take that back. <laughs> so, all right. So here you go. It's so easy. Three questions off the top of your head. You ready? Okay. Yeah, right. shoot. Your favorite outdoor pastime because you're an Aussie. So I know what's Swimming outdoors. in the ocean. Swimming in the ocean. I do it every day. And Sydney, right? You're in Sydney? Yeah, bon- yeah Bondi Beach. I swim <laughs> in Bondi Beach every morning at about 6 a.m. Rain, hail, or shine, and I know that there are sharks there. I was going to go there, but with- I live in Florida. We got sharks, just not like yours. So you, you yeah. guys win with that one. All right. Have you ever been to the Glastonbury Festival? In the UK? Yes, I have. I've been for the last I've been for the last two years in a row. It's one of my favorite things to do and, yeah and favorite I'm not band to go this year because it's the weekend of uh, money 2020 <laughs> oh yeah you're right i forgot about that what's your what's your favorite band to see at glastonbury frank turner yeah i, I i'm 50 years old no clue all right last one <laughs> <laughs> i loved coldplay coldplay okay. were incredible last year <laughs> that, that, that's a safe one I, I know coldplay um hardest question i'm gonna ask you you ready yeah what would be your dream interview or who would be your dream interview if you could sit down across the table 
and do an interview, who would it be with? It would be with Richard Branson. Yeah, he would be, I tell you, I, I'm, you just made me excited. Here's why. Yeah. I started flying Virgin back and forth to the UK. And yeah. stellar. Love him. I want to hug him. I need to find him. Yeah. So, so why Richard Branson for you? I just, I love his entire story. I mean, I read his book, you know, when he first came out. I love that he lived on a, on a boat in the canals in London. He's so grassroots from the beginning. And he's all about experience and he's fun. I actually just think he'd be heaps of fun as well. And what he's created is incredible. And like the, the jobs he's created for people in this world is absolutely, you know, astronomical. And I just think he'd be like a really interesting, fun guy. I reckon we'd have a laugh. It's probably a cliche to say him, but actually he was the first person that came to mind. No, that's, that's a, that was a great answer. All right. So where's the best place for our listeners to learn more about the RFI group? Wait, what, pardon me? What would be the best place for our listeners to learn more about the RFI group? Oh, definitely just via our website, which is pretty straightforward, www.rfigroup.com. We've got a global sort of daily news platform, so we change the news every day. We cover everything, and then we add our statistics to it to really bring it back to, to banks and to make it interesting. Um, yeah, and people can check out my Sky News Business show on my Vimeo channel, which is Sky, Sky News Business RFI TV. And actually, I'm going to throw one more question at you. What's it like being on the sure. other side of the microphone? I, I quite like it, actually. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> we'll make sure you get to do it more often. Excellent. Well, Chloe, Thank thanks for the you. time. <laughs> it was fun. That was awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks, Sam.